Welcome to the RPG Rundown. I'm Jeff. And I'm Seth. And from Dungeons to Deep Space, we've got the systems and stories for your table. Today, on episode three of the RPG Rundown, uh, we are on our first review episode. We are going to be discussing our Dragon Bane playtest and break down our likes, our dislikes, confusions that we may have had, and compare it to other tabletop RPGs out there as well. Uh, but first, um, we have a little bit of news about Dragon Bane, and so that's what we're going to share today. Um, not a whole lot, but, uh, but Jeff, let us know what's coming. Yeah, so Dragon Bane has officially released their hardback rulebook and bestiary, which looks absolutely amazing. I know before we started recording, uh, Seth already said he's definitely buying it. Uh, and so it comes with, uh, it'll come with the, the PDF and everything as well, but it looks really, really nice. Yeah, and actually they're, um, they are taking pre-orders, and it should be delivered in January. So Nice. Um, but the PDF is delivered immediately, which is Awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, the the rule book is going to come with the same rules that is in the box that we're going to talk about in a second, but it is it does include a new adventure, and then the bestiary, along with like sixty five new monsters and NPCs, is going to have nine new kin, which is what Dragonbane uses for uh, races. Uh, yeah. And then they each have their own. This is awesome. Yes, and they each have their own uh, custom abilities uh, because mm-hmm. there's a kin ability there. So, uh, which yeah. is one of the, th- the things I really totally liked about Dragonbane is that the kin all actually felt different, right? They they, they had they they had like extremely different movements. They each had yeah. their own actual like abilities and and special perks and stuff that they get. So, not new ones sound really exciting. Yeah, and we're going to get into that here in just a second. Um, but you can get those pre-orders at dragonbane-rpg.com. And like I said, set to arrive in 2024. I am definitely going to get it. But because I live in the U.S. and it is a Swedish company, I have to make sure my bank does not block it. So <laughs> note to oh, anyone absolutely. else out there. So, uh, But yeah. Um, but first, let's go ahead and dive in. And we're going to... Uh, read the description for Dragon Bane, and then we're going to jump into our review. Uh, we did play a uh, one-shot uh, playtest. You can check that out on our... That is not going to be posted as a podcast, but you can check it out on our YouTube channel, which is mm-hmm. Rundown Actual Plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a rap YouTube. channel. It's our rap channel. Yes, Rundown Actual Plays. Uh, So look for that on YouTube. Um, You might be able to find it if you search for the RPG Rundown, but um, but it is uh, our handle is at our is at Rundown Actual Plays. So check it out. Uh, It's a two three hour session, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it it was a lot of fun. We do talk about what's in the box. We also talk about um, we have kind of a prompt interview at the end with the players uh, talking about things that we liked about the system as well. So mm-hmm. be sure yeah. to and check keep that in mind. Out. It is, it is also very much an actual play. So we are asking questions. We're going over rules in the yes. session. So it's a learning actual play. It's, it's a learning actual play. And so yes. 
uh, one of one of the guys actually from my D and D group, uh, he got the notice that he was playing that day because the other guy that was going to play uh, ended up having some other or having ended up having some internet issues, and and so my buddy had to jump in, and so he learned it basically on the spot. So yeah, kind of a testament did, to the game, really. Everyone did great, and that's part of the review process that we will be, you know, using moving yep. forward. Is we want to test it ourselves to see how easy is it to run, how easy totally. is it to learn. Stuff like that. So we're going to get into that now. So, uh, Jeff, uh, let us know, what is Dragonbane? Yeah. So you, you kind of hit it a minute ago that it's a Swedish game as well. So there's a chance that you're here and you've never heard of Dragonbane. So let me, I'm going to read to you exactly what they say that Dragonbane is. It says that it is a fantasy tabletop role-playing game full of magic, mystery, and adventure. It is designed from the ground up to facilitate fast and furious play with very little prep time and adventures that are a breeze to run. Well, we'll ask you about that here in a minute. Yeah. Uh, Dragonbane is actually a translation of Drakkar Ak Demoner, Scandinavia's first and biggest tabletop RPG, originally launched in 1982. The new and reimagined edition has one foot firmly planted in the heritage of decades of Swedish gaming and the other in the modern and innovative game design for which Free League Publishing is known worldwide. So yeah. that is what they say about it. Um, I... I admit I, it at times did feel fast and furious. Um, I'd, I'm definitely yeah. going to hear more from you about what it was prep time and how it was to run. Um, we're going to dive into that in today's uh, review. But uh, first thing I want to look at is like if you actually purchase this, you get the box of goodies. Now, I don't have Absolutely. it in my hands, but I know that Seth does. So w- what exactly is in the box? Absolutely. So I have the core box, which uh, is pretty good size. It's got some good weight to it, and um, it, it literally comes with everything you need. So uh, there is a core bundle, which has the only other thing that it has. Besides, so it comes with the box, but it also comes with a premium DM screen and an extra set of dice. So you get two sets of dice because one comes in the box, uh, and then you get a premium DM screen. And so that's the big difference uh, in that. Mm. However, in the box, you do get a set of dice, and it comes yeah. with 2d20, because it is a d20 system. Now, now I'm going to be like everyone else here, Seth. I've got, yes. I, I've got dice everywhere. What is different about Dragonbane dice? So, the, the only real difference about these Dragonbane-specific dice is that it has... Uh, Dragonbane is a D20 system, but it is a roll-under system, meaning that instead of rolling over an AC to hit uh, a bad guy, or instead of rolling over um, an ability check, you have to roll under. And so it actually handles the roll-under very easily. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's very easy to understand. It is not difficult. Um, but so so these dice have something on the one and on the twenty, and so they call rolling a one, which is critical f- failure in D and D, it is critical success in Dragonbane. They call it rolling a dragon and rolling a twenty, which is critical success in D and D, but it is a critical failure in Dragonbane. They call it rolling a demon. Yeah. So that's the only difference. Otherwise, they're just standard D 
uh, D20 and a sex. And, and the well. Dragonbane dice on the D20, it actually has like a little demon on the one mark. It and, does. Or a like demon a, on the 20 mark and mm-hmm. a dragon on the one. Yeah. It's, it's a really cool uh, little design. So, um, yeah. Also in the box, we've got some card decks. We've got uh, a deck of treasure as well as a um, there's some initiative cards. Uh, we also have um, adventure cards, and uh, there's also some prizes and, and uh, loot cards in here as well. Um, but but yeah, so the uh, and then like I said, there's uh, initiative cards as well, which we used. Um, there are some pretty premium cardboard. Uh, standees for monsters and characters alike uh, and it comes with little plastic stands for them as well um, and then of course it comes with um, here are the uh, standees by the way so, nice yeah they're really they're really nice yeah there, there's some big ones there's like some dragons and yeah, uh, like I'm, I'm a 3D things. printer guy, and and all my all my my crew, we have 3D printers and stuff. But I I love the little cardboard guys. They're so like yeah. detailed. I love that they include them. I mean, it yes, is a, it's it's really nice. It's it's a big deal. Uh, obviously, there are some uh, character sheets, blank and pre-generated. Uh, there is the adventure module. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is also the rule book. Nice. Um, and then there are two maps. Um, there is a map of the world. And then there is a double-sided foldable map that at one side is like a castle floor, like a stone floor, and it's just a square grid. And the other side is grass. So that you can... Uh, and I believe that they're wet erase maybe... Um, so you can just draw on it, but you can definitely, if not draw on it, then you can definitely, uh, you know, put some little like paper craft, uh, mm-hmm. like buildings and trees and stuff yeah. like that. So nice. Okay. Very I cool. Like Very cool. Always nice to get extra maps and stuff. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, uh, but yeah, the box comes with everything you need. You don't need anything else. Now, like I said, the new stuff coming out. The uh, comes with a few extra things, and I'm super looking forward to that because I definitely want to run this again sometime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but let's get into it. So that's what's in the box. Um, everything you need and very easy to navigate. Um, but yeah, let's see. First of all, how do we like the art and overall layout of like the rule book and stuff? Personally, mm-hmm. big fan of the art. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say the exact same thing. I. I really, really like the art. I mean, it's, I don't know. It, it has, everything feels um, like on brand. All the, all the oh, image, yeah. I actually have it over here. I'm looking at, all of it has a very similar um, like age and it has a very similar like color tone and stuff. Like I'm, I'm also a graphic designer, so I'm going specifically on like Same. the design Same. and it looks fantastic. Um, I, I love the art in it. I really do. Um, it definitely yeah. fits the vibe of the gameplay as well. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the entire art aesthetic is fantastic. I love it. Um, and so it's, it's really good. Um, but yeah, so as let's kind of get into the system. We said it was a D20, but it's a roll under system. And again, 
um, you know, how easy was it coming from like D and D five E? How easy was it to understand um, the rules here for you? Yeah, and, and this is something we talked about at the end of our our actual play. It, like, I truly felt like this was like a hundred times easier to understand uh, yeah. because one of the things that I always have to like go over with my players and I because my I, my play my in person group no one has ever played before except myself and and uh, one of one of the guys actually played with us when I first started. Like we're the only ones who have ever played, and so I'm at a table with eight other people that's never played, and trying to like explain modifiers, and you add this modifier plus mm-hmm. this modifier plus your dice roll. Like it's just. Whereas in yeah. in Dragonbane, you get you based on whatever your ability score is, you get what's called a base chance, and if you're proficient in that or, or skilled, maybe is what they call it, you just right. double the base chance, and now you're just rolling under the base chance. No modifiers. You just you have a number on your character sheet, and if you yeah. roll your dice and it lands under it, you succeed. It's yeah, just, you do I, roll for that, ability that, that scores. So easy. You yeah. do roll for you ability scores, but that basically just puts you on the map to to what your thing is, and so there's only mm-hmm. five uh, different ones, maybe something like that uh, for those base chances. Yeah, six because it's so. a range six. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. so it's it's not. Yeah. It's yeah, so you have six easy and, to understand. And you, you roll them like you normally do, four D six, remove the lowest one. Yeah. Uh, for the and abilities. you get to yeah, yeah. You roll it like you yeah. So you get those abilities, then based on whatever your score is in that ability, the, the rule book tells you what to go off of, you get a certain base chance. So yeah. say if you rolled a sixteen, your base chance is going to be a seven. If you're skilled in that particular area, you just get to double it, so now it's a fourteen. And so you're trying to roll under fourteen. Yeah. It's I don't know to me like that just the whole and let's let's be honest rolling dice is like the the biggest game part of the game mechanic there is yeah. and so the actual like rolling the dice and knowing when you succeed and when you fail it's to me that was very simple um, we did have a push but a little bit of pushback from from one of the players too is like is it too simple is it something that you would kind of get bored of um, well and I think that part of why they went with this roll under mm-hmm. other than the fact that it was part of the system they had previously. I think they refined it for this new version. But part of the reason is that it puts a cap on how difficult it is to roll. Mm -hmm. Because in D&D 5e, if you have a particularly, like, if you have a difficult enemy that you're facing and they're wearing plate armor and have a shield then you're already trying to hit him at, at a 20. You have to roll a 20 in order to hit mm-hmm. them. Um, and that's, all, that's it. You, you can get that at level one. You can be facing that at level one. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, hopefully not all the time, <clears throat> but it'll, it, it can go up from there exponentially mm-hmm. um, to where you, you know, if you have like a, a big boss or creature you could have to roll a 22 or a 23 or 24 potentially to do that with a roll under you're capped. Like it's not going to get any harder Mm -hmm. than like the very like base, um, which is usually going to be like six or eight, you know? Mm -hmm. And, Um, And which is something that also just makes more sense to me from a, a full like immersion idea is like, Mm -hmm. if I'm firing my bow, I, I, 
is my ability to hit really determined by how good your armor is? Like, if your armor is a 20 and <laughs> I roll an 18, does that mean I just miss you entirely? When in reality, mm. what I should be rolling against is my skill. You know, right. like, um, and so like, that's one thing I liked about the roll under is like, you know, I was running a, a bow character, uh, and his score at bow, I have it right here is a 14. If I roll under a 14, then I hit my target. Now, maybe his armor blocks some of the damage, which I think they call soak, but maybe it, it removes yeah. some of the damage that I did, but I did still hit. That was my ability to hit to me. Absolutely. just from a playing standpoint made sense. Well, and, and another element that which we'll get into is the ability to um, dodge, parry, or block are three key things that you have to choose to do as a player. Yeah. Or even as, you know, or, the DM, having to, to yeah. do with certain enemies, not all enemies, um, mm -hmm. because monsters or bosses are treated differently than, like, common enemies, mm -hmm. uh, which we'll talk about in a minute. But, uh, well... Let's let's move back a little bit. How easy or difficult uh, was character creation, and what did you think of it? Okay, I'm going to out myself really, really hard real quick. Um, I had never created a TTRG, TTRPG character without a online helper, um, so like D&D Beyond. <laughs> uh, and so this is like my first time creating it with just like pa paper and pencil. Like I'm, I'm a new age TTRPG player, guys. Okay, bear with me, uh, but maybe that's helpful. Uh, so yeah. I had to like go through and I'm like, oh, I actually have to write out all my stuff, which to me was uh, a little bit difficult just figuring and out where actually you probably also to had to go read it and find it in the book to know. Oh, absolutely. What is this I kept having to flip to back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. I had to like keep flipping back and forth and I'm like, okay, so like even in your inventory, when you choose your, your profession, you choose a set or you can roll for a set of gear. Uh, but some of the gear goes in your inventory and some of it goes in like tiny items. And so I had to like just little things that, you know. Uh, but other, otherwise, like creating the character to me was actually really, really simple. Like yeah. mo pretty much all your information came from like three choices. Uh, it was like your kin, your profession, and then your ability scores and everything else just kind of fell in place. But even in the rule book itself, it has a step-by-step -step, uh, instruction to, to do it in like this order. It's like you step one, step two, step three, and you just follow it down. And when you hit step 13, uh, you're done. And yeah. all the steps can be rolled for, too, so you can have a completely random character if you want it. Absolutely. And and part of the thing, too, and this is something that Free League Publishing does with all of their um, TTRPGs, because I've played several of them. I've played uh, Forbidden Lands, which they're, one of their primary developers on Forbid Forbidden Lands is the one that helped renew Dragonbane from the old version to the new version. And so there's okay. a lot of modern elements that they used for forbidden lands in here, which is great. Um, and then also, uh, their, uh, mutant year zero engine, which is what they use for tales from the loop and other, and mutant year zero and some others like that. Um, in the character creation, they have these tables of three things to choose from, but in the rules, it says, these are suggestions you can choose from here. You can roll on this table, or you can make up your own. And they're really big uh, in saying they're really big on emphasizing that in the rules that you're not limited by what they give you. This is just an easy way to choose it, which right. it was, and, and it yeah. still gave us plenty of options. I felt like I don't feel like anyone was complaining that they didn't like, uh, you know, all the options given. So mm -hmm. right. 
um yeah yeah um, absolutely i do i do like that so um okay so let's move on to the combat how was the combat for dragonbane um coming over from a, a strictly a 5e person uh it was hard <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it was uh, it was it was gritty, was the combat hard was or was fun. it the combat hard because you were having to continue to like to do the whole roll under thing? No, no. So, so no, it wasn't difficult to understand. It was very simple to understand. Okay, um, it, okay. What I'm meaning, like it was, it just felt like there was a much higher chance of death, um, and we had to think a little, like quite a bit more strategic, and we had to like really like because you, you do you have an option. You mentioned earlier parry and dodge and like all these like you could completely you know avoid damage but if you do so you used your action for that turn and so yeah. you know say one of the the goblins was about to attack me i can in turn choose to dodge um and then i'm i'm rolling to see if i can dodge and i again i'm trying to roll under um my ability to dodge which uh, i forget which one which score it is but uh, i'm rolling under that and if i do that i completely avoid all damage but now when it comes to my turn i no longer get an action that was my action it's true so every it round yeah. you only get one action and that can be saved for a reaction or it can be used but yeah if if uh if you've already used an action in your turn on that particular round, then you don't get a reaction and you don't get yep. the ability to do that. But if you yeah, haven't so gone you and you go later, yeah, then you can't dodge. So you, then yeah. you're relying on your armor to soak up some damage. Uh, you're relying on maybe friends <laughs> to <laughs> assist because yeah, you can do that something. too. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I felt like, like you said, there was definitely a, more urgent feeling for damage mm -hmm. and the threat of damage and mm -hmm. possibly death. There was, it definitely felt more important. Right. Um, but it also didn't feel overpowered. Like when you play like a level one character in D and D mm and -hmm. you're worried about getting like, it wasn't like overpowered in the sense of like, Oh, this, you know, this goblin is going to hit me one time mm -hmm and kill my sorcerer because I have eight hit points. Right. It wasn't like that because yeah, no, it wasn't almost that bad. because and part of the reason I felt like it was, it didn't feel as bad is because you could choose to dodge dodge. Yeah. Uh, or you could choose, or maybe you have armor, you know, kind mm -hmm. of thing. Um, so b because you have that ability, I didn't quite feel as limited to like five E in that, like, well, I'm just got to take the hit, you know. My right. armor class is 11 because I'm in robes, uh, you know. Yep. That's, so, um, but I feel it, like it did leave good. you. It definitely left you putting a lot more thought into what was actually happening. Because, like you said, in in D and D, it's like, okay, uh, I'm going to take the hit to the face. That's all I could do. But now I'm over here thinking, like, mm -hmm. oh man, my you know sorcerer's in trouble. I can dodge, but you, if I dodge, I can't help. <laughs> it makes you work together as a party better, I think, too. Yeah. Because yeah, it's it's better to to help each other out, so I thought that was good. Um, healing and magic, also. What was your thoughts on that? Um, the so I actually I did not play a magic user. I I I wanted to. Um, I ended up kind of changing my mind last minute and said so. One of our other guys did, um, and he played it. I I don't I I don't recall. Um, much about the magic the healing i don't know if we didn't have a healer or what but the he healing did seemed play obsolete. as the as the 
So he played, I mean, we only had one combat encounter mm-hmm. for this right. play test. Yeah. And um, it was fairly simple, but it was it was nice in that it, it introduced us mm-hmm. to all the elements of it. Yeah. It because we had some basic enemies and then we had kind of a boss enemy, which was a monster. And the monster stat blocks are so good. I mean, seriously, oh, like... Man. Wizards yeah. of the Coast could learn something from the monster stat blocks mm-hmm. because they um it's it's all about flavor but also their all their abilities are about flavor and so it's not just uh, bite scratch tail you know right or yeah. bite 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 you know it's not just like three things i mean like in D&D a dragon is like you know, they have a breath weapon, but then it's just like mm-hmm. bite, scratch, wing attack. Maybe, you know, <laughs> Right. Uh, it's, it's very, yeah, it, this was really cool. There's one reason and, I'm really excited for the bestiary. Like that, I can't wait to oh, sell yeah. monsters and stuff in that. Well, and, and again, what what's do. really awesome about the monster stat blocks. So, so the regular NPC stat blocks. So, mm-hmm. so for like goblins was a, mm-hmm. a standard kind of NPC stat block it had an armor class it had abilities it had weapon attacks and it told you what to do with them for the monsters even the boss was like a goblin on a warg right so it was just a goblin but that was riding a warg but it counted it as one unit and it was considered a monster and instead you have like 12 abilities or eight abilities and you can like they have numbers on them so you can roll to see which ability it uses. Mm-hmm. And they encourage that, or you can choose. So that was also really cool too, is that right. as a DM, I could take the decision-making off of myself and just have the attacks and abilities that the that the monster uses be completely mm-hmm. on the dice. And then it's just RNG... <laughs> as far as like mm-hmm. how combat goes. And that's another thing too, is that when a, when a monster uses an ability, they don't roll to hit. It just happens. And so yeah. again, the only way to that's, avoid the important, it is to dodge. that's the important yep. part of having armor, being able to dodge or block or parry. <clears throat> and then even then sometimes monsters can or can't do some of those things. Mm-hmm. So uh, well, I'm just I'm giving an example because I, I just pulled up a monster here just to just kind of explain the difference because um, I think a lot of times when we're saying monster it, like because when I first heard okay monsters always hit I'm like that's insane because I'm thinking a goblin always hits a kobold always hits an orc always hits but like like monsters like a troll is is a monster um, and so there's a difference in NPCs and monsters most of our our small things we'd fight your 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 goblins your kobolds like they're just NPCs. Um, yeah. But a, a monster, like this, this is one of the monster attacks that the troll gets. Because uh, you can, if someone's looking up, I know I've ran trolls before. There's only a couple attacks they do. Uh, but one of the attacks here is troll vomit. Uh, and it just <laughs> says, the troll clears its throat with a thunderous rumble, coughs from deep in its lungs, and vomits up a cascade of bile and stinking swamp water. All adventurers within six meters suffer a condition of their choice. Uh, and so the condition, it goes in onto your character sheet and you mark it down. And so uh, your conditions, it's not just 
um, and, like we have exhausted. Uh, but like in this, they're like if you want to give yourself a condition on strength, it's called exhausted. A, a condition yeah. on constitution, it's sickly. But there's one for everything, and so now each character that's near it suffers one condition, and so essentially they have disadvantage on any rolls using that can using that ability score. Uh, and and so like I don't know that to me is just it it is it's super cool. The monsters in this game are are awesome. They really are. Um, <laughs> and and also. Other things within it are fantastic as well. I mean, like we talked about armor and weapons. Armor and weapons all have um, a, a better flavor and feel to them. Like all the weapons will do, they'll have like special abilities on the weapons. Uh, I know D&D is, is looking at doing this for their weapon mastery system in the future, but like yeah. this is fantastic. Um also, a lot of those things have some durability, and there's a couple of rules. It's not game-breaking. It's not hard, but they have some some things like that. Um, also, too, the system does have advantage and disadvantage. It calls it boons, which are advantages, and banes. Uh, but there is also help actions where you can get, like, a dice added. Uh, well, actually subtracted, not added. But right, yeah. <laughs> in addition to <laughs> your normal roll, you can subtract a dice um, as well, which is pretty awesome. That's all, yeah. But yeah, the 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 monster stat blocks are so good, and like I said, they all they all usually have at least six abilities, so you can roll a d six, and um, yeah, and, and get an ability yeah. and keep it random. So I love that. Absolutely yeah. love that. Which is something too. Like I, I know it, it kind of sounds like we're like bashing D and D, but I think it's our, our best term of comparison. Uh, and, but this is definitely something like I I could see for the most part, obviously taper it or make it fit your game. But you could actually still use this bestiary and bring it into your five E games. Oh, right. 100%. Like my trolls may never be ran the same again uh, in my five E games. Well, and because like you know, for example, here's a minotaur. Okay. Um. <laughs> And the Minotaur has a ferocity, which is kind of like the CR. Or no, excuse me, ferocity is like how many attacks it gets. Yeah. Um, so it gets which two is, attacks. Which is cool. It's per, large. Per it has a movement of 16, which, again, there's a little bit difference of... Um, there's a little bit difference of, <laughs> of measurement because it's a mm-hmm. Swedish... Uh, Europe, yeah, yeah. But then it's like hit points 30, 32, right? Yeah. Uh, and it has a two-handed axe. So, <clears throat> but yeah, it's it's fantastic. I mean, like, uh, here, I'll just... That, that's actually a really, a really good, uh, something to hit on as well. Monsters actually have like the ferocity. And so they get two yeah. initiatives or three initiatives, whatever the ferocity is. So they get to go, like they may go on the first initiative, they may go on the fourth initiative, and then could go again on the fifth initiative and, and just different ways that they're kind of sprinkled in through. But the initiative actually changes every round. So yeah. uh, you have initiative cards and they get dealt out each round. And so the initiative changes. It's not always the same order. Mm-mm. Which is which is a kind of a neat neat way to mix it up. I don't know like a quick way to bring that into my games, but it's a cool idea. Yeah, I do like, um, I do like that. I, I really mm-hmm. do, honestly. Um, it, it just I, I do, think it keep, it, it keeps it from being so monotonous. It, it really it just does mixes because, it up a little bit. Well, and then um, there was a couple of times when 
you know, somebody failed at something at a check and they were last in the initiative, no matter yeah. what. So, <laughs> right, um, yeah. So again, we talked about it. It does have maps. It does have tokens. Uh, you know, part of that too. Um, but yeah, let's let's move on here. Um, yeah. And so, so yeah, I, I think it'd be good if at this point we go and hit the DM side of things, which is yes. Seth was our DM, so he he ran it, and and so the claim to fame here, what they're claiming is that it is has very little prep time, and the adventures are breeze to run. So, Seth, what did you think? Was the adventure Easy to prepare, easy to run. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it it really wasn't difficult. I mean, like, I read through it all ahead of time, but um, but then we we kind of had to postpone it a week. So I was actually had to remember some of it, and so even just going through it with everyone there. Uh, the way the adventure works uh, was just really easy, honestly. Um, and so it's nice because it has boxes that say, use the adventure cards, use the map, use the, this, you know, this section is for the GM's eyes only. Um, and then there's like, you know, GM versions of the maps uh, that are there with labels. Whereas in, in, you know, in some of the other stuff, there's just a player map. So there's no labels. There's no names for the towns or the landmarks and stuff like that. But in, in the adventure book, there is. Um, there's histories. There's, um, you know, some good... Like I said, the, the adventure cards add an element of RNG to what direction a campaign may take which is pretty cool. And so I can see them adding this later, like another deck of adventures, uh, adventure cards for like new adventure modules they put out because essentially you can, um, you know, you can manually choose what adventure you want, uh, like which adventure location you want your players to run and run it on rails, or you can do it a sandbox style and say, uh, you know, you know, this is uh, the the next place that you've come across, or you could you know have three to choose from. I mean, you could do it however you want, but right, it's very cool. Um, and so, so yeah, there's there's uh, it's the as far as how the book is written and laid out, very easy to run. Uh, it really is. So so could you use? Um, uh, I know. A lot, a lot of people like running the adventures out of the book, but a lot of the people just like to make their own stuff up and kind of homebrew everything. Um, could you use some of the the built, like the adventures that are put there? Could, how easy would it be to homebrew your own campaign and, and use Dragonbane and the material given? Oh, absolutely easy. Um, the The way the system works is quite easy to understand. We talked about character creation and stuff like that, uh, and they they encourage it. They even they even have a kind of their own version of an OGL. They don't call it an OGL, but they have their own version that says, you know, make and sell even mm, uh, okay. adventures for Dragonbane. Okay, uh, and they'll give you like a little logo to put it under and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it, it has the capability to be used in whatever setting you want to put it in with okay. whatever homebrew stuff you want to add. 
Um, but like I said too, I am excited for the, um, for the bestiary because mm-hmm. I, Absolutely. I want to see more examples of monsters and NPCs because I want yeah, to be able to get a better understanding so that I can create my own. Yeah. Um, cause I've seen a million stat blocks for D and D, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, oh, but yeah. I, I, I like the abilities and I want to see more examples of them so that I can say, Oh, I'm going to create this monster and mm-hmm. I like this ability and this ability. And then, Oh, I saw this other ability and then I make one up and I combine it to make my own table of abilities for that character or for that that's, monster. Yeah. You know, that, and uh, that's, that's, that's awesome. I mean, uh, I love, I love the BCR. I love the monsters in this. I, like st- still one of my longest running Patriot Patreon subscriptions is to a Patreon. That's all they do is they create custom monsters and they give you the stat blocks and the tokens and everything. It's called Questiary, and I love it. Uh, they do yeah. some similar stuff actually to the Dragon Bane monsters. I need to look into it's that cool. because I I remember using some cool. with you previously and I really liked mm-hmm. it. So, um, but yeah. Um, yeah, the adventure module also have really great um, stats for NPCs, like NPCs that they're going to find yeah. and role play with. Uh, and they're just, you know, little quarter page stat blocks with a description and it, it's fantastic. And again, the art style is just so good. I love it. It, is, it really is. Um, you know, and you know, some of it, it's like they're fantastic and, and cheeky and silly. Like there's a character in the adventure module uh, named um, Barryton Chubby Cheeks, you know. <laughs> Uh, I love it. He's a he's a halfling, and he's a baker. <laughs> you know, it's fantastic. Oh, it's so it. good. So, um, yeah, it's 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 really good. But but yeah, um, again, tips and instructions for for DMs are really easy to understand. I think it's fantastic. Um, let's talk about some of the special features, though. We talked a little bit about it being a a roll under. We talked a little bit about banes and boons. Um, one of the features that Free League Publishing has, though, is something called pushing a roll. Um, yeah. How did you like that? And and what do you, mm-hmm. you think? Yeah, so it's it's uh, pushing a roll is like a last-ditch effort at success. Say you failed something that's really important that you really need to succeed on, you can now choose to push it where you get to roll again. You you essentially you get a, a boon on the roll. Mm-hmm. But you are going to take a condition um, somewhere, and so it, it actually it says you get to choose the condition you take, but you have to be able to make it make RP sense. Yeah. Um, and so, say I push a roll, uh, I could then take the condition of exhausted because I put so much work into it. Now, until I rest again, I have a bane on all strength related checks. Um, but you actually you get that option to just take that last ditch effort, get the extra roll, and try one last time for success. I, I love it. I thought it was such a cool mechanic. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and that's the thing too, is um, I'm going to show on the screen here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show the um, on the character sheet. This is a pre-generated character sheet for a human mage, uh, and it's so if you're watching the the video on YouTube or you know maybe Spotify, I'm not sure where where the the vods are, um, <laughs> but it you know under there is a different um condition for each ability so for strength it's exhausted you know for con it's sickly agility it's which is like dexterity it's it's dazed uh 
intelligence is angry, willpower is scared, and charisma is disheartened. And so like you said, you as the player get to choose which condition you take as long as it makes sense for the story, for the RP, for the role play. Um, And so you can, you know, if strength is your best stat, then you don't want to exhaust yourself. Mm-hmm. But maybe you get angry because you, you know, your intelligence is low and, you know, maybe you're not going to roll something on intelligence. And so you want to do that. But, uh, I love that. I love that mm-hmm. it is specific to That's each so stat because then the, the downside is that that has an effect almost like exhausted and D and D has, but you know, if you're angry, it, it affects you. There's a mechanic to it. Um, and so those are really cool. So, yeah. Um, and then again, too, there are, um, there is armor. You can have armor and helmets, both, uh, which is pretty awesome, or maybe just a helmet. Um, right. And it has, it has uh, things that affect you, like maybe your awareness. If you're wearing a helmet, you can't see as well. Um, and then willpower points, which are what you spend for for abilities and checks, and then hit points. So, um, yeah, willpower yeah. Uh, willpower points basically count as like your um, your spell slots, right? Yeah. Uh, it's what when you're casting spells, you're going to use a but certain amount of willpower points. But it's used by every class, every every profession. Every class uses it too. So yeah. Yeah, that that was that's how I thought it was really cool. It was like a universal currency that everybody uses and everybody needs. Yes, um, so I love is, that. Yeah, um, that's that's awesome. And then you, uh, I've, you I've always even, wanted to bring stuff like that into my. Well, and then games. what's another uh, cool special feature is that everyone can regain willpower points mm-hmm. in combat, even if they yep. use their action to take a just a short rest. Mm-hmm. So my example yeah, that I gave rest. in the game, it's called a round rest. My example yeah. in the game was that, oh, I'm going to run over behind this rock and I'm going to take a, a second to prepare my next action and you kind of get some of those willpower points back. So anyway. It's like 1d6 too, so it's it's not yeah, like a tiny so, amount. No, it, it was a lot of fun. So, um, Well, first of all, uh, that kind of wraps it up for what we wanted to talk about for Dragonbane. Overall mm-hmm. impressions... Um, what 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 do you say? I I definitely say give it a shot. And if you have a a group of people that have never played a TTRPG before, and you want to like introduce them to Five E, I think honestly, Dragon Bane is a perfect place to start, or just mm-hmm. continue and keep for the long haul. Yeah. Um, I, like if you just want to introduce someone to TTRPG, you can definitely do it this way. Or if you just want a fresh take on it, a fresh thing with the game from 1982. Uh, but if you, you want uh, you know, a, a different take, I definitely recommend it. It is, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. If my party wasn't uh, in the middle of uh, a story arc right now, I'm pretty sure I would be like, guys, let's start a Dragon Bane campaign and try it out. Yeah, at least a short one. No, I, short I love one, yeah. it as well. And I'm seriously considering using it maybe for uh, my oldest son, who's been wanting to play a TTRPG. And he oh, wants sure. to play D&D, but I don't know. I think I might do this. It could also be great for someone who's like, well, I don't want to play D&D because like, everyone plays D&D. Or maybe, Very you true. know, it's... it's they well, D&D it has a little bit of a negative connotation in some cultures, too. It does, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and, and being family-friendly and, and uh, you know, uh, being, you know, 
Christians, there's a lot of people that don't want, uh, you know, don't want you to, like maybe if you're kids, you don't want your parents, mm-hmm. your parents don't want you to play D&D because it has those negative connotations. So, mm-hmm. um, but this is a good fantasy alternative for that. Uh, it's called Dragon Bane. Absolutely. So, um, but anyway, I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Again, Absolutely. if you are interested in all, go check out on YouTube, Rundown Actual Plays. Uh, that's the channel. Mm-hmm. And check out our Dragon Bane uh you know, play test. So it was yeah. a lot of fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, but uh, again, we talked about uh, Christian uh, because we are family friendly and Christian based and we are partnered with love thy nerd, which is a fantastic organization that exists to bring the love of Jesus to nerds and nerd culture. They have amazing yeah. ministries. Uh, they go to conventions, they play board games uh, they're just all around cool people who are friendly and, you know, we're not going to press our beliefs on anyone, but we are going to show love to everyone. Um, and, and, you know, have conversations, have cool conversations. So oh, yeah. special shout out to frostbite, uh, Luke and Frost is a legend radio Matt, uh, oh, yeah. frostbite has been a friend of ours for a long time. But he and he was the one that was like, "Hey, what if you guys did it with Love Thy Nerd?" And because mm-hmm. we we were doing this podcast, and we said, "Yeah, yeah that's fantastic." Dude, let's do uh, it. And then Radio Matt is uh, the man behind the mic. He is in Dude. charge of all the podcast and radio stuff. And oh, yeah. He is a legend. Uh, he's awesome. So, so special so shout out to you guys. You're amazing. Yeah. Uh, so and and if you guys listeners uh, or watchers, if you want to go learn more about Love Thy Nerd and and what all we do, go to lovethynerd.com. Uh, tons of amazing resources and uh, oh, on so many podcasts and shows and things like that on there. Uh, trust me, there's there's a ton on there to go check out. Absolutely. Uh, well, that's going to do it for today's episode. This again is episode three, and it's our review of Dragon Bane. So definitely go check it out. We had a lot of fun with it, and thanks for listening. So, again, from our table to yours, thank you for joining us on the RPG Rundown. Until next time, may your roles be epic and your stories legendary. <laughs>